Welcome to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Wooland. This podcast is for frustrated men and women who think they've tried everything to lose body fat and aren't willing to give up on their fitness goals. I'm going to give you clear, actionable steps to cut through all the bullshit in the industry, focus on what actually works, and dominate every aspect of your life. Now let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is actually a replay of a live training I did from my coaching clients in the summer of 2023 about the importance of sleep and establishing a really, really good bedtime routine. The reason that I provided this training to my clients and uploading it to the podcast is because if you're sacrificing sleep, there is no chance that you're dominating your fitness goals or any aspect of life at all. So I highly recommend that you listen to it and implement the habits that I teach in the training. And if you found this useful, please leave me a five-star review. Awesome. So today's, today's training is on the importance of sleep and establishing a good bedtime routine. But I would argue even more than that, like I would call it like establishing a good sleep hygiene routine. Because I believe our mornings have to do with our, like I believe our mornings are just as important as the evenings when it comes to sleep, right? So the reason for the training is that like life is full of stress and obligations and we go a hundred miles per hour every single day. You know, uh, for some of us, for, for all of us, there's some aspect of getting our work obligation done. Uh, then some of us have kids, you got to get them to school or sports. You know, we've got our pets and our dogs that we got to walk or our cats that, you know, in my, in my, um, circumstance um that we have to look after in our housework and the gym and meal prep and then we got to find time for social life and leisure and we need to fit all of that into 24 hours a day seven days a week so often what happens is the quality and the quantity of our sleep takes a back burner to our other commitments but i would say that it's arguably the most important habit regarding your physical and mental well-being along with your fitness goals, right? There's no supplement hack in the world that affects our stress levels or fat loss and muscle gain like sleep. If I could bottle sleep up and sell it as a supplement, everybody would get to their goals because it's the most powerful thing that you can do. (laughs) I'd somehow become rich because I would be able to sell sleep. So, so this training is going to teach you how to prioritize both the quality and the quantity of your sleep. Right. And I think, um, obviously I'm a big believer in taking notes, right. Learn it when you hear it, learn it when you write it, learn it when you read it again. Right. So, So the first thing that I want to talk about, especially like with this time of year, is alcohol. So the first thing worth mentioning is limiting your alcohol consumption as much as possible. And, you know, the reason why is for some, some people like to have alcohol on a nightly occasion to loosen up and relax. 
after a hard day, but it prevents you from getting into REM sleep, right? And REM sleep is when we recover and build muscle through its effects on releasing growth hormone. Does that make sense? And, and alcohol has been linked to increasing the likelihood of sleep apnea by 25% from one serving of alcohol alone. <clears throat> and for those of us who don't know, sleep apnea is a breathing dysfunction during sleep. And it basically causes you to suffocate until you wake up gasping for air. So you're like you're literally going to war with yourself every single night in your own sleep because you're depriving your body of air. So for most of us, like for most people that I help, that we're working towards losing body fat. And if you don't have an ideal BMI, there's already a high chance that you're gonna have sleep apnea to begin with. I myself have done crazy bulks where I get up to 215 pounds, which like I'll never do again. Um, it was a necessary evil for my goals to gain as much muscle as I wanted to gain in a year, but I've woken up violently gasping for air in my sleep to the point where I asked Alyssa, I was like, did I said, did you plug my nose or put your hand over my mouth last night while I was sleeping because I was snoring so bad? Like, did you try to suffocate me in my sleep? Because I woke up like, <laughs> and that was because I was overweight. Right. So the bigger you are, the heavier you are, the worse it gets. So if your brain isn't telling the muscles in the back of your throat to relax during sleep, that's why many of us can wake up exhausted no matter how long they've slept. Because the quality of sleep, the quantities there, they get seven or nine hours, but they don't actually sleep for that period of time because they're constantly waking up gasping for it. Right. So if sleep is the most important thing regarding your success and losing body fat and building muscle, but you're drinking alcohol often, you're going to let yourself down and you're going to waste a lot of your hard work because alcohol is going to affect your ability to get into REM sleep. And it's going to likely affect a level of sleep apnea while you are sleeping that night. Right? So it's key to try to limit as much as possible. And being that this training is in the summer, I am a believer in balance and stuff, but I think it's worth mentioning, right? So now we can get into the heart of the training, which is establishing a morning and a bedtime routine to get as much sleep as possible and make every single minute count. Comment in the chat if you want to make every single minute count with your sleep. So step number one to improving your sleep is setting obligations to yourself around when you're going to bed and when you're waking up every single day at the same time, okay? <clears throat> if you can't do this because you work shift work or something, then what you would do is keep it as consistent as possible for as long as possible. But in my opinion, the only time where that's an excuse is if you're on a shift rotation. Like say my fiance, Alyssa, she's on nights for the next week and she does that every six weeks, 
right? <clears throat> With me? Okay. So you're obligating to waking up and going to bed every day at the same time and then stick to it, right? I believe one of the most powerful things that you can do to believe in yourself and your word and your actions is this. So yes, it's great for your sleep, but if you tell yourself you're going to bed every night, I, I go at midnight and my alarm goes off at like 7.30. <clears throat> so I get seven and a half hours of sleep. But if you're telling yourself that you're going to do that and you go to bed at 12.15 and you wake up at eight or whatever it is, you're already kind of like setting an example for yourself that you're full of it every single day. So I think like mentally, as much as this helps affect your sleep, I think like mentally and cognitively, this is a powerful exercise as well, right? And obviously we want to make sure that we have our water goal for the day accomplished like two to three hours before we go to bed. So what that means is like, in order to help with that, start your day off with a huge glass of water to get a head start. So like I drink every single morning before I have coffee or breakfast or anything, I fill up a 750 mil cup and I drink most of it before I even start sipping coffee. I try to drink all of it. Um, so you start your day off with a head start. You're going to be drinking three liters of water and you get 600 milliliters out of the way first thing in the morning. It's far easier, right? And then the other thing is start winding down your day when you get home from work or when your work day is done, depending on the environment of which your work is, and focus on getting yourself set up for the next day immediately. So that means if you come home or you come out of your office area, that like you start, um, you know, packing your clothes, organizing your clothes for the next morning prepping your food, that kind of stuff, having a shower, washing your face and brushing your teeth. So this is something that like, I believe should be done a couple hours before you go to bed at the bare minimum. And I know a lot of people have been raised and I was one of them to wash your face and brush your teeth and stuff before you get ready for bed. This is a habit that I've removed from my bedtime routine and moved it to earlier in the day. And I sleep like, and I sleep amazingly now. And I've struggled with sleep my entire life leading up to recently. So have your shower, wash your face, brush your teeth. Don't do that around bedtime. Do it well in advance. Cause obviously splashing water on our face. We know, we all know it wakes us up. And then, but brushing your teeth as well, the mint in your mouth, even if like me, I don't have a sense of smell from a previous head injury, that mint in your mouth, you're still smelling it. And if you've ever taken a big whiff of mint, like it perks you up, right? So I think it's huge to get this done well in advance. So I would say two hours, right? And then around that same time frame, like put down your phone for two hours before you're going to bed. Okay. The reason why is the blue light's going to keep you awake. And then also protecting your nightly energy 
none of us need to deal with anybody's drama or BS that comes into our phone through a message if it were to happen two hours before we go to bed to get us upset or ramped up or whatever it is, right? We don't need to look at um, social media and that kind of stuff either. Because like, I'm a firm believer in setting boundaries and I'm a firm believer that about this boundary is about like this time of your day solely belongs to you as an individual. Now, that might mean spending time with your family. But that's fine because you own what you're doing that time of the day to serve yourself. We all work and we all do these things where we're not serving ourselves all day long. I think it's important to do this at the end of every single day. So don't let text messages, social media, or anything else take that away from you because you deserve it and we need to serve ourselves, right? Another key thing is turning down or completely turning off your overhead lighting. Um, and with that, it's also a good idea to get blue lens glasses that you see me wearing on every single call at home for when you're watching TV at the end of your night to limit the blue light and the effects of which it'll have on your sleep as well. Our phones are the worst. But having those blue lens glasses is, is, is a good trick. Full disclosure, I don't do that. I wear them all day. And when I get home, I don't want to wear them anymore. But I think that they're a good idea, right? Um, and we don't want overhead lighting. So if you can use lamps and things like that, that's better than overhead lighting because overhead lighting tells our brain that the sun's still out and ahead of, over top of us and tells us not to wind up, right? And we're almost, we're almost through the habits that I believe lead to the best sleep. But I think something that's absolutely huge here is to do a brain dump, whether it's in your phone or on a piece of paper, obviously two hours before you go to bed, you brain dump anything that you need to do. So if you've got reminders of things that you need to tend to tomorrow, put them in your calendar or put them in like some notes on your phone or whatever it is, get them out of your brain so that you don't have to think about them until tomorrow because you made a list of what you're tending to the next day, which means you don't have to think about it that night, right? I personally schedule them in my calendar, those things. And then I tend to them when they're scheduled. And that's what's key. Tending to them when they're scheduled means that your brain can release the thought of those at the end of the night when you schedule them out or put them in your key action item list. But if you don't tend to them when you're scheduled, you're gonna, your, your brain is going to know that it's still unkept business because not because you don't tend to it at the time it's scheduled. So that's huge for this guy. And then go to bed at your predetermined time. Okay. You want a quick review of those things? No. Okay. Okay. So I think like it's important then to also just like aim for progress over perfection. 
this isn't something that you're going to be perfect at, but it's important to commit to these habits to have them stick. Sometimes we're going to have bad weeks. Sometimes we're going to have, you know, what shows that go on in our week and they're going to affect our ability to do this every single night. What I do is, is I follow my routine 95% of the time, but if I get sick or I'm coming back from a vacation or other factors, replacing an employee, whatever it may be, mean I have an off week. I just accept the fact that that's going to be an off week and I get back on track as soon as possible with these habits. Okay. And I think something where, so it's all about aiming for, uh, pardon me, aiming for progress, not perfection. And then also like, it's important to know that we thrive on routine. Okay. So Everything we do from the moment that we're done work to in our nightly routine impacts our sleep and cognitively what's going on in our brain subconsciously to get ready for our sleep. Everything that we do, we thrive on routine. So for me, as an example, something as little as going into Maddox's room to watch TV with Alyssa so we can lay in bed and cuddle as opposed to being all like cramped up on the couch. It's more comfortable up there, but like it throws me out of whack. I don't sleep well on those nights when I do that because it's not part of my routine. And, and it's important to realize that everything we're doing at the end of our days is routine that's signaling that we're winding down for bed. And if you struggle with sleep in any way whatsoever, be aware of the things that you're doing routinely and try to stick to them. Okay. And that is it. That's, that's the training. Okay. So I'm going to stop the recording. Um, actually in the comments, what do you like, what do you think was the most powerful thing that you can implement towards your nightly routine um, in order to improve your sleep? And I'll shut down the recording here. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode valuable, please give me a five-star review and share it on your social media so I can have an even bigger impact. And if you want more information on how I can help you lose 15 to 52 pounds of body fat in 12 weeks, send me a message that says coaching to my Instagram at TomTheTrainerFitness.